Welcome back to the Lost of Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm your host, Leland, here with my co-host, Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. Uh, we have an interesting topic today. We pulled it last week, but we decided to hold it for this week due to we talked about New York Comic Con right. and all sorts of just chit-chatty random shit. Uh, we, I, this is on my bad. I just did not want to edit one afternoon. <laughs> so we skipped a week earlier in October because I had a lot of shit going on and I was just really tired. Yeah. Uh, and so editing, just, editing takes time. So I was just like, you know what? The masses of fans, the the tens of people that listen, right. they'll get their fill next week. So The way I always <laughs> describe it is when we started this podcast, it was going to be an every other week podcast. Sure. And we have done every week right. for a long so, time. So, you know what? And it could turn to every other week anytime. It, always. <laughs> so, the I just didn't edit. So, we're off a week as far as spooky, scary things go. So, this is our... Not Halloween show, but we're still dealing with spooky, scary things it's that are Halloween adjacent. Fall and sure. the weather is cooler and the skies are darker. Um, sure. And again, not really sci-fi related, but we have had discussions about why there are more vampires in space. Yes, that is true. <laughs> we have discussed that, and there needs um, to be. Really. But so this is our vampire episode, and me and Elizabeth. I'm going to use the term guilty pleasure. Yes. But I don't think you and me you look at it as a guilty pleasure in any form no, of way. It makes me happy. Um, we unapologetically love vampires. Yeah. Uh, and I do since I was like single digits. Right. Like Dracula is probably one of my unsung heroes. The film version. Sure. I say that, but he's a terrible person. Oh, so no, to, to say he's yeah. a hero also shines a light on my in psyche. But there's so many people who love him because of that. Because nowadays what's popular is the vampire with a heart of gold. You right. Know? He had no heart of he gold. He really didn't. They liked the fact that this is vampires when they were vampires. They were bad. Yeah. They killed people to survive. And that's how I personally love my vampires. Sure. Great. For every angel. Yes. I I don't. You need a lost boy. Sure. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to say Spike, but, it, but Spike now has a heart of gold as well. He so does. I'm just like, he has a soul. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, my love for vampires has started from Dracula. I am a huge Universal Monster fan. Sure. To the point where if I had all the money in the world, I would have all those collectibles that yes. I don't need. Yes. Like, it's the people like, oh, that's great. You have a. A face mold of Bella Lugosi. Why? Because. Yes, why, why, why would, would I not? Die? Yeah. Um, like, so for me, my first vampire is Dracula 1932. Bella is my vampire. Yes. Now, there are, of course, been different versions of Dracula. Some are good, some are really bad. Mm -hmm. But he is always my go to. What was your introduction into vampires? I really don't even know if I can pin it down. Um, I watched a lot of vampire movies when I was in college. And, God, there's... But did you read anything as a young as a young girl that would get you there? I'm sure I did. Yeah. I, mean, I remember what I read the original Dracula in high school. Oh, and let's I put a pen that isn't it awful? It is terrible. It but is. at the same time, <laughs> I really I love that because I consider you my intellectual friend sure. so for you to be like oh no it's not great but like that really makes me feel good because yeah, no. i dislike it immensely oh, of course 
but it's also dated, you know. Oh, it's sure. For the time, I mean, for the time, it was brilliant. And oh, awesome. God, yes. The yeah. thing that I always get pissed off at is when we were in high school, <laughs> we're in like this English class, one of the one of the English classes, whatever, and they kept giving us these synopsises to read. We uh-huh. read a synopsis of the original Frankenstein, a synopsis of Dracula. Another really boring book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but. We asked the teacher at one point, you know, us being the giant nerds that we were, we're like, are we ever going to read the actual books? We asked her this privately because sure, right. we were smart enough to not ask that question in front of a class full of people. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no. So we got tortured enough as is. But she said that it was really cool that we wanted to do that, but she didn't want to leave anybody behind to make them feel bad about having to get through. So she didn't. And at the time, sure. I remember being like, well, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> should read the damn book. It's good to establish the myth, though. It's cool that that's where all the myths come from. I agree, but my God, is yeah, it? It's, it's tedious. It's I had no Because I didn't read it until I was in high school slash college. Right, right. Like, it was one of those. Because it always. I, I am a reader. Mm. But I'm not a, a reader. Right. Like, I love reading. Yeah. But it's got to be a book that's going to capture my imagination. And as we've discussed in other podcasts, I'm having a real hard time reading these days. Because yeah. I'm just finding the time. Yeah. And then when I start reading, I fall asleep. Because right. I'm like, I'm comfortable and I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I, so I did not read it until, like, I would say, like, late high school, early college. I had no idea it was written in first-person prose. Yeah. I, it's, they're all letters. And I was, like, the moment it started, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. This is a, this is a long letter. It's, it's good to read <laughs> just to know that all the things we know about vampires really came from this. Sure. And, and that's I'm, great. But then having read it, you really don't need to read it again. And, and it's one of those things that, like, Stoker took... From what he heard and then changed it to what he thought worked for the story. Right. So it's like there is lore and then there is Stoker lore. Yeah. yeah. And then there is Hollywood. Nice. You know, so it's like there's three distinctive paths that vampires kind of all fluidly kind of come together as one. And then they branch off and then they, that's what makes it great. But so you say college is when you kind of started having the, the love well, for it? Yeah, though, I'll remember... Remember that um, that show I've talked about, Friday the 13th, the series? Oh, sure, where sure, Where they always sure. had yeah, the cursed yeah, yeah, objects? Yeah. There was one where they end up going back in time, and there is a vampire involved, and they're talking with this gentleman of the time, who's mm-hmm. whatever, and, um, and he loses his girlfriend, and it's all very tragic. It's actually a good episode, and this was in... I guess I was in junior high, uh-huh. but I, what I loved was they came back to their own present time and their friend who always sort of mentored them was like, well, what was this guy's name? And they're like, oh, he was Abraham and you know, and this, and he's like, Abraham, Brom is short for Abraham. So right. the idea was that they had met Brom Stoker and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So is really, like, is that short for Abraham? I believe so. Yeah. I never <laughs> That's what they said in that TV show. Sure. I've accepted that as well like, ever like, since. Like, everything just changed a little bit. I'm like, right. I'm like, is Van Helsing based on himself like is he trying to do Maybe, that I don't uh, know. Yeah. It, it is yeah now the vampire thing has always i think every generation has a vampire um phenomenon yes. or love now unfortunately it's now got a stigma to it yes. due to the twilight series i'm not going to dog the books here right. because one i've not read them I have read them, you know. Um, I hear they're fine as far as what they are. I, I like, I've told people before, mm-hmm. I really liked, when I read the first one, it was it was being hyped, so I had sure. to take the hype in there. But 
the the ridiculousness of vampires sparkling in the sun didn't really get really ridiculous until the movies because I yes. felt like in the books what they were describing in its way in its cheesy teeny boppery way made sense sure they live in Seattle and avoid the sun not because it's going to hurt them but because they're so beautiful that people would know exactly what they are you know I'm, I'm all with you that to me that's a nice change into the lore exactly um it doesn't work for me. No, but no. It, sure. I remember for, even at the time yeah. reading it, I was like, "Oh, really? They sparkle in the sun?" But it didn't. It wasn't as ridiculous as it was because the movies just couldn't. And that, and that, and, and this is where I have the problem with the Twilight series. This is all I'm going to say about it sure. is that I feel, for example, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. Right. They took time, energy, and lots of money yeah. to make sure that those movies were good. Right. Like, nothing was not okayed by J.K. Right. So when you watch those movies, now granted, some people consider them flawed or not as good as the book, and that's a whole different discussion. But as far as a good version of the Harry Potter series, those are eight excellent movies. Six excellent movies. I count one and two to kind of be a dud. But starting finding their footing. Sure. By starting with number three when they got Christopher Columbus out of there, those movies become fucking phenomenal. And I really love them to to the end of this day. Uh, Always. You know, it's it's how I roll. I feel it's unfair that a whole fan base that loves those books, the Twilight books, got shitty portrayals of their films with, with no thought process. It was just a money grab. Sure. But here's the thing. Mm hmm. We may be expecting too much from the movies because I enjoyed the first book. Sure. I actually, the second book wasn't bad. I mean, I don't like the whole trope of her life ended because her boyfriend dumped her, obviously. Oh, don't even. Yeah, oh, right. That's God. a whole other yeah. thing. But the book itself was fine. Third book, I didn't like because Jacob, the werewolf guy, he's just an asshole. And then fourth book, I don't know what the hell was wrong with her. She brings in like 20 new characters. We have a whole scene where, what's her face, Bella? Remember me talking about with Buffy the Vampire Slayer about passport scenes? Yeah. Like we don't need to see that and everything. That book gives us a passport yeah. scene. I'm like I'm like, what are we doing? I've so, heard the two movies are dreadful for that one. So yeah, I'm like, it's kind of unfair of us to expect the movies to have done a good job when the book was really dreadful. So. And, and mm. I'm not denying that, but I, I feel, but but you and me, adult, yes, not seventeen. Not oh my god, audience. into no. it. Yeah, I feel it's 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 a piss poor gift given to those fans here are five movies that we kind of didn't give a shit about like we got mm, some special effect like they made enough money that they could have had better effects and better stuff to them like i've seen one through three of the films and they are just abysmal as far as filmmaking and i'm not talking the story or it being a twilight or about vampires i'm talking literally just how that film was made yeah. is awful. Like those directors should be ashamed of themselves. And the fourth movie apparently is done by an Oscar winning director, oh, yeah. which upsets me even more because if I remember, I, I like his other movie. Mm-hmm. So it's upsetting to watch those movies. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like this isn't even good on a, it's so good. It's, or it's so bad. It's good kind of thing. Right. Like, Granted, those actors may be talented in other movies, but their talent is not being shown. 
Which in is really either a of these shame. films. Yeah, exactly. When you take like what's his face who played Edward and everything. Oh, um, the British kid. Yeah, he's good in everything else I've seen. Pattinson, Robert yes, Pattinson. Rob, yeah, exactly. I've only seen him in a few things because he's never in any movies that I'm interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. Like he was fine as Cedric Diggory. Yeah. He died well. He did. I'm like, you had one purpose, and that was it. You did <laughs> yeah, it. I had Thank one you. job. Yeah, there you, you know, uh, it sucks. He was Hufflepuff. That that's the <laughs> shitty part. Because that's my house. So it's like to watch him get represented. I'm like, oh, but we, we die a lot. That's but he what was we do. awfully cool. Though. Yeah, he was yeah, loyal and dead. People usually forget that he was a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, because they're too busy talking shit about Hufflepuffs. Yeah. We're not all bad. <laughs> like, we make awesome cookies. Every <laughs> Harry Potter test that I've ever taken put me in Hufflepuff. Every right single on. Are you in good company? There you go. Because I'm never going to be anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's frustrating because then you go to Comic Con or other cons and and the fan base for those movies and the books, they're so like, oh my God, they're the greatest movies ever. And I just want to be like, you're you 17, better, but you, you know? deserve better and that's where i'm coming from i don't want to dog it for those girls and boys that love it but i feel they could have been given such a better product and that's what annoys me about the twilight series is i watch it and i go this could have been really good for young adults have you ever seen the manga version that they did of the twilight god no why would i want to go down i I thought the exact same thing but it was so funny i was in a barnes and noble with Catherine and nathan and i'm walking down the aisle and i see twilight manga and i open it and i look at it i was like oh my god you guys i have to buy this was it full of sex no, oh. no, no. It's, I thought it was like straight up manga. No, like, no, 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 no. Like hentai Twilight. Like, no. Like, like his saying... dick has vampire teeth or something and it like stretches across the room. <laughs> you know what? You had me for a second with hentai vampire and then you lost me with the dick with the teeth. There. I'm just like, like, you almost had me, but no. But it's a beautiful book. Sure. It's, really, I'm, it's beautiful. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I'm not going to read it. But no, anyway. God, no. Uh, but you know, I don't think yeah. I really started to really love vampires. I made fun of Buffy the Vampire Slayer before I watched it. Because right, I'm yeah. like, I mean, I saw the movie, and I like um, uh, uh, Paul Rubin's character. Oh, sure, he, he was fun. He was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, the movie was fine, but I didn't love it. And then the TV show comes out, and I always like to bag on it for the name. I'm like, really? Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Boo. Yeah. The very first time I watched it was probably a couple episodes. I started before the season finale where she has to kill Angel. Sure. Spoilers. So you're in season two then. Yeah. So I did see a little bit of a lead up to that. And Mm. then I saw that episode and it just hit me in the feels so hard. And I'm like, oh no, now I'm a fan. So after that, I was just addicted to it. Uh, I didn't start it in first season. Um, I started, I think like halfway through third. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, oh, there's a werewolf on this show. Mm -hmm. Right on. You know, and it was like, oh, this show's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I am one of the few people, I love season four is probably my favorite season. What was going on in That's that the college season where oh, yeah. they fight the robotic guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a great season, yeah. but majority of my favorite episodes come from that season. Yeah. So that's why that season gets a lot of praise for me. Right. I'm, uh, universally, everyone will tell you season six is the weak link. I believe that. Yeah, um, that's fine. And usually season four is followed right after that from okay. what people, the general online. Um, right. I disagree. Um, Hush is in season four, and that carries me through a lot of season that four. That was a really good one. That was. Because that, to me, that's your blink. Yeah. That's your like, oh, I don't know what Buffy, what Buffy's like. Let me show you this one episode where you need no need any information of what's happening. Yeah. 
this is what we're watching weekly. Right. And it was, you know, a standard Monster of the Week had some lore in it, nothing too crazy. And it was such a good episode. Yeah. And 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 the creep factor. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I get it. And yeah. then so like I love Buffy. I think Angel was a better show. I was just rewatching Angel recently. Yeah. And you want to talk about an a series finale that yeah. every time I watch it, I'm just it gets me every time. It just like Wesley's death. You know, it just really was very like I didn't like what they were doing with Ilyana, though yeah. she looked wonderful. Every time I love I the her, design like, of her, God, but you're just like. But as a as an ending to Illyria. the show, Illyria. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Ilyana. Yeah, I, was, I was like, that sounded not, not right. right. No, yeah. <laughs> something's wrong in the nerdosphere. Um, God, but you know, and like how Wesley died was great. How um, what's his face? Um, the, uh, Lorne, the guy mm-hmm. with the horns, how he ended up killing that one guy just by shooting him. And the guy's like, you're a flunky. You're not supposed to kill me. He's like, this is how it happens. You know, it's Joss Whedon's writing, I think. It's, it, it's a shame that Angel got canceled in the middle of their fifth season oh, yeah. when they had a lot of balls in the air being juggled. They had to tie it up very quickly. And, and Joss I felt, is getting used to that crap. And I felt they did a pretty solid job with tying it up as best as they could. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't yeah. flip a table yeah. at the last episode. Look, he goes to fight a dragon. Yeah. You're like, yeah. At, the, at the end of the day, like, we know he won that dragon. All you know what little, I mean? Like, I and it's fun. All the little vignettes that yeah. happen. Like he basically tells him, you know, hey, tomorrow we're probably going to die, so go do something fun. And what does Spike do? He goes into you see him, and you think he's going to do something terrible and awful. He's doing spoken word in a bar. And yeah, like, I mean, there's some good moments in it. Um, I love the 100th episode where Cordelia got to come back, yeah. and it was Cordelia, not the thing that was Cordelia in season sure. four, where you're like, you're not. So she died in season three. You're a different character. Yeah. Just being played by the same actress. Yeah. Check. That was um, a good final episode. That's and and I love else. that episode where she gets to kiss him and then they get the phone call and they're like, oh, she flatlined. And, oh. You're, and you're just like, there you go. Like, that's a also, good rip your heart out moment. And then for one of my favorite episodes ever, the puppets. Puppets is good. You, you know, um, I... Because they were, Angel and Buffy, for the first couple seasons, they both would intermingle. Yeah. They would do the crossovers, which is, I don't dislike. That's fine. I preferred Angel's a better show because one, it was darker. Yes. Um, two, it didn't have Buffy on it. Yeah. As shitty as it is, Buffy is the worst character in her own show. Yeah. Um, but season two's premiere, for first episode season two, Pregnant Woman... Uh, Angel kills her guardian and he has to be her guardian. Yes. And it's so random because they're like on Santa Monica Boulevard and there's these three pillars that come up out of the ground. They're like, well, someone must fight for the chosen one. And then there's a dude with a horse with a like a lance and he's like, <laughs> who's the warrior? And he comes out of the darkness, throws down the disc, and he's like, ah, oh, guess I am. And I was like, this is why I like this show. Yes. Like this whole scene right here, I think expresses the why I like it. Exactly. Hey, I have a question for you. Sure. One of the things we were going to mention is like the different ways that you become a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like the rules are different. Yeah. How did you become a vampire in Buffyverse? Did you just get bit and die? Yeah, or? you were bitten and you died and then you were buried and then you were ro- you rose from the ground. Okay. Could it be done accidentally? Yes. Okay. You could have died accidentally. Yes. Okay. Because right. there were a few instances of people that were 
they came back and they didn't expect to come back yes. or something. They, yeah. So it's not like a real, like, apparently, I guess, in Twilight, it's a very deliberate thing, I guess, that has to happen. I yeah, suppose. they made it really weird. From what I remember in Twilight, and you can probably tell me more, it was it was very much like, oh, you're going to become a vampire. Yeah. Here's a ceremony. It there was, was, it was also, like, apparently the pain of becoming a vampire yeah. was, like, really, really, really bad. They did some painful things in Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. But it was the one time. It was um, when Lestat kind of, he goes, he goes, oh, well, that's your humanity dying. Your body's your, dying. Your, your body's yeah. dying. Yeah. Um, and that was it. They, they only kind of make a reference to it a couple times in the movie. Yeah. In the book, though, it, it was it was like it lasted all night. Like yeah. you were in pain, your body's dying. You basically shit out your human side. Exactly. And, like, and yeah. they were like, you have to wipe away the disgust. Yeah. And like there's a whole paragraph where Louis is just like, I had to wipe away my humanity. And he's mm. going into it and you're just like, Ugh, I feel like you're going to be wiping away a lot because you're dramatic. Uh, of course. But you know what? The way they do it, so, okay, so Buffy, you're going to have to, you get bit and you get buried and mm-hmm. then you come back. Yeah. So on. But some people were not buried. There were episodes where they right. were just dead. So it's really just the bite on that I think one. it's just the bite. Because I think in Vampire, in an Interview with the Vampire in Anne Rice's world, you have to be, your blood has to be drained almost completely. And yes. then you take a vampire's blood back into you. Yeah. So it's a very, that's very deliberate. It's and not going to happen by accident. very Dracula-esque exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Now, I like how they do it over in Vampire Diaries, where vampire blood can heal you. So yeah. if you drink, just as a regular human being, you drink vampire blood... You can be healed. Sure. If you die while you have vampire blood in your system, then you become a vampire. It's a good way. Um, I like that. The, the True Blood kind of did a similar thing. Was the um, you the vampire blood can heal you? Yes. Is what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't remember how you become a vampire. On, on oh, they just straight up bite you and th- and then you you come back to life. Okay. All right. I think you bury it again. It's one of those I situations. Guess, yeah, that was another one where I don't. Think it could happen by accident. I think. I don't think over. so because yeah. he deliberately made Jessica. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's that's right. You yeah. all, you have to um uh you have to have a vamp the vampire who makes you has to spend the night in the ground with you. So yes. it's really deliberate. They have to like actually because they did that with Jessica and they did that when they brought Tara back as well that she had to get right. down into the ground. So you do have to actually be buried for that to happen. Yeah, because that's um, I love that. I love that about the different ways that you know vampirism works. Yeah, and then there's uh, was it the um the is it Dracula does the three bite thing. Yes, you have to be bitten three times. Which is so weird. Yeah, I like it because for the time, like it's in like the Victorian it area, it, it is yeah. a rule. It's like the simplest vampire rule ever, but considering the fact that it was the first, it was kind of Sure. Neat, you know? um, I don't know if the three bite rule still applies. I mean, does not doesn't apply. I don't think it works anymore. In I, I've never Actually, seen a vampire me, show that does it. Let so me like, preference it. Yeah. We haven't seen it where it has been done well. Okay. Does it right. make more sense? Right. Like, like if Vampire Diaries to, was to do it, I feel that they would have a reason for having three bites yeah. versus blah, blah. You have to be bitten three times. And you're it's like, mystical. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Um, there's a great, and I use that term loosely, movie from 78, maybe? 72? Um... Yet it just went out of my brain. But anyway, it's a Dracula movie right. where George Hamilton plays Dracula. Mm-hmm. The Tannis Man Alive plays Dracula. <laughs> sure. Um, 
and it's um, oh I think it's called Once. No, that's not it. That's another one. So I own so many vampire movies it's that they totally all kind of blend together. Yeah, but <laughs> he's in his castle in Transylvania. It's a comedy, yeah. and they get evicted from their castle in Transylvania because they haven't paid for like centuries. Sure. So they move to Disco New York. Like you do. No, it's, um, not, it's not love at first bite, is it? It is love at first uh, bite. No, no, thank no, you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Like, sounds familiar. Right, yeah, love at first bite. I was trying, I'm, I can see the poster in my brain, but I couldn't remember. The, uh, yeah, where they go to New York and he's got to bite the, th- the girl three times. And by the third bite, she becomes a vampire yes. the next day. There's yeah. no bloodletting or anything gross like that. But the best. It, it's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's pretty fun, though. But it is fun. But the best scene in the movie is they, um, you find out that Richard Benjamin's character is a Van Helsing due to lineage. Sure. And they're having dinner with Dracula, and he's like, But how would you feel if I showed you this? And he pulls out what you assume to be a cross. Right. And George Hamilton puts up, like, ah. And he looks down at it, and it's the Star of David. Exactly. And he, exactly. Goes, he goes, well, then I suggest you find yourself a nice Jewish girl. <laughs> and you're just like, that's a good line. Right. That's a good joke. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, damn it, it's the other one, isn't it? And he's just kind of like, okay. That's awesome. Um, but that you brought that up earlier, is that the crosses. Like, yeah. um, how in, like, Dracula... I don't remember the book if the cross comes into play or not. I think not. it does. I think it, yeah, does, I think yes. it does, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, the book now has become Francis Ford Coppola's interpretation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, sure. the novel. Yeah. Which is how I refer to that movie always. That's because fine. it's almost kind of like he skimmed it. Mm, and that's he, he pulled out <laughs> some interesting elements in there. Yeah. I Okay, I love that movie. I do too. But... I am aware it's not great. Oh my god. Like you watch it and you're just like, okay. Uh, besides Keanu oh, being an Englishman. Never mind. You just, don't just even need to get that out of the way right away. But like the whole thing where like love never dies and you're like, okay, that's great. If Dracula actually ever loved Mina in the book. Yeah. Which FYI, he does not. No. He just <laughs> He's a meal. She's a meal to him. Exactly. Like, <laughs> he probably wants to make her one of his own, but sure. in the end, you know, he's just evil. Yeah. But the movie does a beautiful interpretation of that by making it a love story, which is not awful. No. It's unfortunate that there the symbolism and the crazy that Francis Ford Coppola does with it makes it really hard to understand what's happening. Like, it took me a really long time to grasp that she was supposed to be the reincarnation Mm -hmm. of his love from, Mm -hmm. like, 100,000 years ago or whatever. Like, granted, I rewatch it now, and it's all right in front of me. I'm like, oh, I see it. It did take a few times, Oh, my God. And there's so many weird visual cues happening. Like, was it, um, they're on the train going back to Transylvania because they've got to capture Dracula. And she's already been bitten at this point. I think she's like... I don't know, two bites in, one exactly. bite. I don't even yeah, fucking yeah. know. And and they're, they're and they're it's so weird because the shot is her laying in the bed and the men are around her having a conversation, but it's being voiceovered by Gary Oldman about where they're going. Like he knows what they're doing, which right. is always like how. That's it's but a, it's, it's such a visual thing. Is he, like Dracula's laying on her, but he's not really in the scene. Yeah. It's like this superimposed vampire face, and then the face is in the moon. It's in the mountains. Sometimes it's in the bushes. And you're like, 
Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I see. It, you're it, just trying to be. He's trying to create sure. a visual collage, is what I said. But yeah? it, it sometimes is a little much. Oh, very much. So. <laughs> yeah. He just decided. I'm getting a lot of money to do this movie. I'm oh, just gonna God. have some fun. You know. But that was the thing. Is I remember was um, because you had all. The, I mean, there's been Dracula movie about what like whatever ten years is a Dracula mm-hmm. movie, and there had been several since Bela Lugosi's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my, my dad is a big fan of the 75 Franklin Jello one, okay. which is kind of like a cross between Bela Lugosi meets Bram Stoker's in the 70s. Oh, I mean, so it's it, oh, it's very sexy. Nice. Like, it's 70s sexy, though. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, we're pushing the boundaries, but we're not going to go full tail, you know, because <laughs> we're in the 70s. Yeah. Um, it's weird to look at Franklin Langella, you know, Skeletor. He's Frost Nixon, you know, Academy nominated old man who has been old my entire oh, life. Yeah, like, absolutely. So to see him in his prime of like, I don't know, late 30s, early 40s, playing Dracula, and he is sexy. Yeah. Like he's tan skin, dark hair, and it's uh, Lawrence Olivia plays Van Helsing. Oh, wow. Got some real hardcore blood stuff in it, like yeah. the like dissecting of bodies and trying to figure out the vampire. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should totally check it out. Yeah. But, so, like, it's been Bella, Frank, yeah, and then Gary Oldman shows up. And, you know, up until the Gary Oldman vampire, Dracula, we've had the the Bella look. Yeah. Tuxedo, cape, blah, blah. And you're just like, oh, well, that's the modern vampire. So, when you see Gary Oldman as the old man with the butthead thing, yes. which I love. Yes. And the, and the, and the, um, the 19 foot long bathrobe yes yes and, <laughs> and the you, nails and oh god everything else. Yes. and he cuts his hands oh, and the yeah. sword and oh, i gotta tell oh you oh my god i've heard this brought up before sure when i see a movie nowadays i just can't get past it they did it in stranger things as well you have to cut yourself to get blood like mm-hmm. somebody's got you know, there's a knife and everything why the palm of your hand oh my but you, you my why? father and you should have a conversation he fucking hates it I'm like, he every arm. time we watch star trek he's like why does Worf gotta cut his hand yeah Exactly. And I'm like, well, they got Duro Regenerator, so he's okay in five minutes. Yeah. You know what? The back of your arm, it's not going to hurt as much, and you're not going to have to pick shit up. It is. Not, in Supernatural, they do both. They, really? They'll do the hand, but yeah. I've also seen Dean go, well, that hurts. Yeah. I'll do my forearm. And you're right. like, there you go, There buddy. you go. That's freaking <laughs> straight right there, God. No, I, I love Bram Stoker. I mean, that... Visually, oh it, is, my it God. is just... It is a visual not, fuck fest of beautiful. And it's not boring. And no, and not at any moment. Have, there is no moment when you're bored. And it's all wonderful. <laughs> I, I... Okay, 93 is the same year that Jurassic Park came out. Oh, wow. I had two distinctive changes in life that he said that summer was like one oh dinosaurs are real i want to be a filmmaker into oh my god she just bit keanu reeves nipple and squeezed it and blood came out and i was like i don't know what to do with that last one nope but i'm strangely now into something i didn't realize i was into before there you go i that scene is so fucked up because you're like i don't what's happening And, and then like the two women are connected at the vagina and you're just like Huh. Yeah, when they do that spidery thing where they walk so back and like, and then they're on the ceiling and you're like, what's going on? So the movie so is genius. And then, and then suddenly Anthony Hopkins. You're like, what? who is coming in 
added Odin 12. He is. He you is. know what? That's what I love about him. He has been in some weird-ass movies. Oh, God, I, yeah. I have never seen him phone it in. Not no. even once. Uh, there, there's a time. movie from this, I think it's early 80s, late 70s, where he plays a ventriloquist that goes crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the dummy yeah. starts... Like doing bad things, that's but it's what, really him. That's what ventriloquist dummies do. Sure, yeah, right. But it's Anthony Hopkins. So you're watching, like, well, that's the future Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. You know, no, his portrayal of Van Helsing is probably my favorite. It was because yeah. he's. I love it when he's yelling about how she became the devil's concubine. Yes, he's, exactly. He's so excited, and he's laughing about it. Everybody <laughs> else is all disturbed, and he's like, "What?" You know? Uh, yeah. No. I, my favorite scene in that movie is probably when they kill Lucy. Yeah. Because visually it's amazing. Yeah. But it's so... Everything is so weird. And it's like they do a lot of uh, uh, backwards filming. Yes. So everything's in reverse. And you're like, oh, that looks so weird. It does. Um, and she's so beautiful in the white and the yeah. fangs. And she's holding the baby. And you're just like, this is, it is it's, everything. It's a gorgeous, it is gorgeous a gorgeous scene. movie. Yeah. But... My God, is it a weird it's flick? Really strange. People again. And again, Winona Ryder, which we discussed what? from the, the from last podcast, how I don't know if she's good anymore, and I still question. Even in that movie, you're like, well, she's doing all right. I <laughs> tend to think her performance is better than Keanu Reeves, but oh, well, let's put straight up, he's at the yeah, bottom. He is obviously. I mean, at the bottom. here's the sad part: you're in a movie with Carrie Elwes, who we have established can do a great English accent. <laughs> For Azara's concern. Thought he was English for the longest time. Yeah, exactly. So when you're with him, and then you're Keanu, and you're just like, oh, God. It's like, well, all right, fine. We try not to go stomp on the Keanu thing. No, sure. Obviously, though, I have some friends who are big Keanu fans. and I'm I, have, I have a couple. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. That's fine. And then you've got my brother-in-law, Nathan, who calls him the evil one and has never seen The Matrix because of it. And I'm like, wow. I don't go that bad. I don't think he's awful. I just don't think he's as good as... You know it takes the right movie. That's, that's exactly what yes. it is. He's fantastic in, say, like, John Wick. Okay. Point right. break. Uh, did you ever see Chain Reaction? Yes. Uh, and they, yes. He hardly talks at all in that yeah. movie, and that's Speed. why it's good. Yeah. These are yeah. his, those are your good ones. Yes, yes. It's when you try to branch out, and you're like, I don't know, Dracula, or like yeah. Ronan 47, or um, he was in a Shakespeare movie, and you're just oh, oh, like, "Oh, about nothing," which I love that movie. And you're what? And you're yeah. He's just like, "But I'm the villain," and you're just like, "Are you?" Because mm. the thing about Shakespeare is, you have to really believe what you're saying. Yeah. I don't believe you know what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like when you watch Mel Gibson's Hamlet. Yeah, you're like, "Yeah, you memorize the lines." But I don't feel when you say them yeah. that you understand what you're saying. It depends on the scene. Like, and who he's with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, we did that in our, our high school English class. We actually read through Hamlet. Sure. The teacher had like everybody take turns reading lines and everything. And there's that one thing where he's going crazy in the library and someone talks to him and they're like, what are you reading? And when we read it in class, you know, somebody, you know, oh, what are you reading, sir? And he goes, words, words, words. Right, you know? and right. But then Mel Gibson does it, and he's like looking at the book. What are you reading? Words, words, words. You know, yeah. like that. And you're like, oh, I got the line now. I understood yeah. that bit. Before it, then, I had no clue what was going on. I think the scenes with him and Helena are great. Yes. But that's because Helena's, Helena's great. Really good. Same with Glenn Close. You're like, oh, because you're good. Boy, they really 
Whew. ramped up the Oedipal stuff going on in that movie, oh, that movie though. It's so disturbing. It yeah. really is. Uh, yeah, not a great Mel Gibson movie. But that's that's a great example of like sometimes the... Ugh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I've always been a fan of the Dracula lore because as you pointed out, that's where it starts. So everything kind of trickles from there. Sure. So when you get like a random vampire flick in the mix, mm-hmm. like a Lost Boys, sure. where I don't... What is it? I think they have a three bite thing in that one as well. I think so. I know it's been a long time since I've sat through it. They didn't. I don't think the crosses bothered them though. They did not, and I don't think. um, uh, And I like not to go back to Dracula one time, but but the cross is I like that God punished him. Yeah, and that's how he became Dracula. More on that in a second, but uh, I like a Lost Boys. I think is you get bit and you you slowly become a vampire because he starts wearing his sunglasses in the house because he's like Michael, you're not that cool, you know. And the only way in that one that you can stop it is if you kill the person who made you or kill the the head head vampire. vampire. That's right, and that that's another thing. The being invited in, love it. That's love it. So that's in Vampire. uh, That's not an interview with a vampire. That's not a thing. No, it is in Vampire Diaries and True Blood and True Blood. It's not. In uh, oh, it is in uh, Buffy as well. Yeah. I always forget that, which I love. Dracula, I don't. I don't think that was. In I, I think he says you would need to invite me in because it's polite. Yeah, I think because so. it's Victorian age and everyone's hoity toity. But I like I like how. they uh, no, I've always been a big fan of the inviting of the. Uh, I like that. I like it. it there's something about it. We're just like no, I don't. I, my house is my protective. That this is my zone. Yeah. Yeah. If I invite the evil in, then I am at fault for everything that's about to happen. Exactly. But I like yeah. how, you know, like Angel would play around with it. Like at mm-hmm. one point, he's, you know, they're about ready to kill this guy inside the house and he can't get in right. to save him because he hasn't been invited in. And he's like, if you kill him, I'm through that door the second. Because if it's the person who owns yes. the house dies, yeah. suddenly the, it's off and he can get in. Was well, it? They did that in True Blood a little bit too. Yes. It was like, or when you found out that um, Eric owned the house yes. and he walks in and she's like well you can't come in here and he's like I own this bitch yeah, you know? right. um, yet True Blood there it's a lot of stuff going the worst Ooh. the worst when you stab him my god oh, no so show like Buffy great puff of dust yeah you're gone. done yeah um, in Dracula they just died in Vampire Diaries, they actually they do die and they desecate, so they just yeah kind of like, yeah they they yeah. Up. yeah yeah. Um, no, True Blood, they maxed it. The yeah. the, the blood explosion, My gooey mess. That's, you're just like, oh Jesus Christ! I really don't need to see any of that, you know. Um, lesser flicks. Did you see the Fright Night remake? Oh yeah, because David yeah, Tennant. We've talked yes, about absolutely. this before. Yes, where Colin Farrell plays one of the Jesus Christ, <laughs> I, he's a good vampire yeah. in that movie, yeah. and everything he says is creepy. Yeah, like, and I like Colin Farrell. I'm a big fan of Farrell, and I think he's going to be the villain in this Fantastic Beasts and where they find him this Ooh. month. Yes, because the new preview dropped a couple weeks ago, and he had a line in there where I was like, oh, that's not a heroic line. No. Like, you don't say things if you're the good guy. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you need to be (laughs) the villain. Um, And we've talked about this on other podcasts, because we talked about David Tennant before, is his being the vampire hunter is so funny in that. It is. And Anton Yelchin is so good in it as well. It just makes my heart But when uh, Colin Farrell is talking about his girlfriend and his mom being rape, and he's like licking his thumb, and you're just like, 
this is really disturbing. Right. But you are so good in this moment. And that's, once again, yeah. it's like people not liking the pretty teeny boppery vampires who essentially are evil, but they'll do good things. Sure. They just want their, their vampires straight up evil. Yeah, and that's how I, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see Wes Craven's Presents Dracula 2000? No. I, I heard before I ever watched it that I might need to skip it. I disagree. Really? A hundred and ten percent. Yes. Is it good? No. Okay. Um, is it worth your time? Yeah. <laughs> it's got, it was, it was like, it came out in 2000, strangely enough. Mm-hmm. It has the it everybody at the early millennium in a say horror film. Okay. You're like, oh, what was that one guy? Oh, he was in that too. Right. You know, so they're all still working today. That's what's fantastic. Which is like awesome. even Jerry Ryan's in it. Like oh, wow. it was okay. I think it was her I've been seven of nine for like a season and a half. Oh look, I'm in a cheesy movie. Nice. You know, so she plays one of the brides, of right, course. Right. Um, you know, uh and that bride thing, that was Bram Stoker's Dracula yes. that did that. And I love that the we brides. never we never really saw that like in Bella Lugosi's we didn't have the No, he's got three chicks. He does, but they're not yeah. the same. I mean it was Bram well, Stoker. They're just really, kind of chilling there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But what what I like about Dracula two thousand when there's the I'm pull that pin out from the cross thing I was talking about. Sure. In this the the big trick of this one is that Dracula is actually Judas. And this is his punishment oh. for betraying Christ. Was that God turned him into a vampire, oh, and he is un, he cannot die, like no matter how many times the, the sunlight stabbing whatever, yeah. Dracula cannot physically die. Yeah. They can kill him enough to keep him in coffin away from things and just watch him. Right, and that's kind of where the movie kind of picks up and ends. Sure, but Gerard Butler as Dracula, yeah. and this is like. First movie, Gerard Butler, like he hasn't had gone through rehab yet. He's sure. not all like ripped. Sure. He is good looking, but he's, you know, still young. Mm-hmm. But it's Gerard Butler with his Scottish accent as Dracula. And oh. he's trying to do like a Bulgarian thing. Oh. And you're just like, oh, everything you're doing is awful, but I don't <laughs> I care. Can't, I can't look it's, away. Because it's so fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's a fun movie to check out. Yes. Like they, they, they trade up the, they trade up, I don't even know what that means. They play up. The original vampire Dracula lore. So there's like he makes three brides. He does this, and you're just you're. It's telegraphed very yeah. much like the book set in a modern setting, uh, New Orleans. Which I like. You sure? I like it when they do that. Turn the the lore on its ear, so to speak. Um, I'm a big fan of the three brides. To go back to that, I yeah. I, I like the the idea that he's had these three chicks. Yeah. Um, and, and, and different interpretations of them, as you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes Penny they're Dreadful just... even did that as well. Yes. You know? Yeah, um, the night, night, well, night Walkers, Night sure, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I mean, even, um, one of my favorite Dracula interpretations, Monster Squad, has oh, them. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and that's a good Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, Duncan Renard is a good Dracula. Yeah. For an 80s cheesy Goonies ripoff, you're like, everything you're doing is great. Yeah, that's fun. Um, a terrible Dracula... An awful vampire movie is the um, Van Helsing movie with Hugh Jackman. Oh, that movie! That, I can't even. I can't even get into how bad that movie is. No, when I was watching awful. it, I'm like, they couldn't decide 
whether or not to take themselves seriously or not is the key thing. You know, it goes so cheesy, but then they seem to say, but no, 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 we're still a serious movie. And you're like, no, you're not. If they'd gone full cheese, would have been fine. But, you know, I always talk about when they're escaping and the horse-drawn carriage goes over the edge of Uh the cliff and it hits the bottom and it explodes. I'm like, because it hit the gas tank, you know? Why did it explode? The the whole movie is an insult. It's so bad. It's it's an insult to me personally because I love... The Universal Monsters, as I've said before. Yeah. So here's a retelling of all the Universal Monsters. And, yeah. and the concept behind it is excellent. Oh, sure. Hugh Jackman is Van Helsing. Yeah. He's James Bond for the church. Yeah. He goes out and kills monsters. You're like, yes. Done. I'm all done. I want to watch all of that. Of course. And then the first outing, you're like, but I don't want to watch this. This is terrible. Because this is awful. Now, this came after, oh, I can't believe I can't remember, because another vampire movie that I really love, that sometimes I feel like I shouldn't. Sure. Um, um, the uh, With the hot chick and Scott Speedman, or what the hell is oh, his name? Oh, Underworld? Underworld? Oh, no. Underworld. You're talking to an Underworld fan. Nice. Out of the, out of the two hot chick fight monster franchises yes. that there is, yes. Resident Evil, and Underworld. There you go. I lean towards vampires versus werewolves because I'm not a zombie guy. It's such a pretty movie. They're it's so pretty. Yeah. And the, you know the fifth one comes out in February. I can't believe they're still and, doing and, the fifth. And, I know. There's the things you're like, still going. Yeah. <laughs> this day. But it's such... I remember seeing oh, I love that them. one. Yeah. I saw it like probably even years after it actually came out. Because somebody was just like, sure. really? You like vampires and you like like overblown special effects yeah. dramatic movies? Why haven't you watched Underworld? Part one is solid. Part two is amazing. Part two is, I think, the better of the... It's probably the best one of the series. <laughs> but... No, she is. She's wonderful. Uh, I love her character. Yeah. I love everything about her. I love how badass she yeah, is. Yeah, no, it's yeah. A, I'm a death dealer. You're like, sure, whatever. Remember, all right, so Recross is a thing in that one. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't either. Because um, I love the fact that like Angel was definitely turned off by crosses in Buffy. Yeah. But it's not a thing over in Vampire Diaries. Totally I, yeah, the cross is always kind of a misleading thing. Like even in that... Um, the X Files episode we watched, yeah, where yeah. Mulder put up the the cross, and they were like, "No, nah, it doesn't. You know. It's not." Catherine, I think it's uh, what's her name, Hamilton, who writes all the books. Um, um, Anita K. Hamilton. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I her th- vampire fighting chick character. Yeah, exactly. There's a comic. This is the only reason I know it, because yeah. there's a comic. Catherine says it just, it gets way overblown at times. She's like, yeah. she always wants to have people change their clothes three times in a chapter, and she describes every thread of their outfit, and I'm Not like, alright, fine, no. Stop it. You're right. But, I think that was the book where somebody pointed out that the only reason why a cross works is if you have, like, faith of God behind it. So there's nothing more pathetic than an atheist trying to drive off a vampire with a cross. Because they're like, well, this isn't a symbol I believe in. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about it. Yeah, no, if you don't believe in the cross, then it has no power. So that's, apparently, it's like any religious symbol. Like, you actually could use a Star of David if you happen to be Jewish. I don't know. I just, I I always, it depends on how the cross is being used. If they're... Like, I have no issues with it as a religious symbol being... Because you look at it like, oh, it's a religious symbol towards pure evil. Sure. Then, and then if you look deep enough, you can go like, oh, well, God created the vampire in punishment. So, yes, the cross logically would hurt them. Right. But then you go, say, like, um, the vampire... Interview the vampire route. Right. Which is my personal preference as far as vampires. I do like Lisa Megan Rice. Is that the cross is not really bad, but they are religious. Yeah. yeah. But that's... The problem with Anne Rice's vampire world is going to be a weird statement. Is you get a lot of Anne Rice. 
and her personal opinions. And she is, from what I have gathered recently, very much into the Lord. What she, she was she, that she wasn't. Yeah, sure. and it's and she flip flops so depending on what's happening in her personal life, and that reflects her her writing, which is also the how a good writer should be. She it could bring be said, life into it, yeah. yeah, and it, you but it, you can read whatever was happening in her life at her time yeah. through the eyes of Lestat. Yeah. So it's like, oh, she was having um, a moment. Where she didn't believe in God. Yeah. That's one whole book where you're like, oh, well, Lestat's not into the God right now. Yeah. And then, like, apparently in the new book, he's really into the Lord because she's really into the Lord well, or something. Yeah, well, and you're like, okay. She actually broke away from the church because the church made some statement about, I don't, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was like putting women priests on the same level as yeah. pedophiles. Yeah. And she was like, flip tables, I'm out. But yeah, she that, well, that and um, when her, her, Christopher came out of the closet. Yeah, okay. That they were very much, you know, because the Catholic religion is very much anti-gay. Yeah. And she was very much like, well, I love my son, though. Yeah. So, exactly. like, boom. Yeah. Um, I, if if you, I've made the joke before, if a vampire was to enter the door right now and say, like, I will make you a vampire, I'll stop this podcast. Yeah, there I'm we here. go. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm yeah. like, I will catch you later. It really probably depends on which kind of vampire that's you're talking about. In my mind, when I say that joke, it's always an interview the vampire mind. Okay, that's Because... Funny. Out of the world of vampires and film and books, and we mostly talk about film, but that's because that's visually. Mm. They're the more that's kind of like humanity still. Okay. Right. In my mind. Yeah. They still live. They just live forever. Yeah. They can die. Yeah. Uh, it's like in Buffy's world, it's not really you anymore. You know? Yeah, like, like it's a completely different thing. Yeah. This one is just like you are still you. You're a heightened version. Oh, yeah. Um, and I like the idea that you got those real beautiful eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and you, and it, like, you get all pretty. I'm like, well, I'm going to be pretty. Well, you like know? Some of the vampires, when you become a vampire, you become more beautiful. Yeah. Like, I want to say Twilight's like that. You know, you sure, sure, a beautiful sure. Person, yeah. you come, but like True Blood, I mean, there was a whole episode about that where you look exactly the same now as you did when you oh, died. Oh, how shitty it is for some of those redneck vampires. Exactly. I mean, yeah. they're just like, and this is it. This is how I'm going to look forever. No better, you no know, worse. You know, it's just exactly Well, not everybody can be Pam. Yeah, that's true. Who is probably my favorite character of that show. I love uh, Eric. I love Eric and Pam. I can watch a whole show of just Eric and Pam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just call it, what was their, What was the name of it? Fang, Fang, Fang Tasia. Fantasia. Fantasia. Just call the name of the show Fantasia. Hey, it's good. like Cheers. Yeah, it's great. It's so <laughs> Half hour sitcom, sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> it takes place in a vampire bar. And then I don't know, in, in Vampire Diaries... I don't think you become more beautiful after you become a vampire. It's just everybody in that show is so pretty. You know? It is. There is a problem with that. Like that is an, an unfortunate side effect to the vampire shows and movies. Is that you have this idea as a vampire, you are gorgeous. Right. You are wanted by men and women everywhere. Yes. And then, and and unfortunately, I hate to say, it, it started with Bella. Bella is a sexy dude yeah. as Dracula. You take him out of that thing, he's just a normal looking dude. You're just like, eh, all right, you're a good looking yeah. actor. You put him in the thing, and he's like, mm, <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, yeah, man, all that, every bit, yeah. I, 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 I get why ladies like it. Like, you're, damn, which you know? made it weird for Gary Oldman because I never really considered him all that sexy, but they definitely like not when he's in the Victorian outfit walking when, around. When he was in the Victorian okay, outfit. I was, I was, just, I was say, like, that was the one. I don't, time, I don't yeah. agree with that statement no. because with the glasses and oh, the long yeah. hair. Because either is even when he's walking down, the, he's just like, my not from. 
your country. And you're just like, uh-huh. Oh, take me with you. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, where are you from, yeah. sir? And yet when he's in the bathrobe <laughs> and seducing her in the room and everything, I'm like, I know there's supposed to be a sexy vibe going on, but I'm not feeling it, you know? <laughs> it's Gary Oldman. He was the first vampire Dracula that I had seen since, like, like I was saying earlier, like Bella, that was totally against type. Yeah. When you were just like, oh, that's... That's not my Dracula. Right. You know, and then, but like, you know, I read Marvel Comics and DC Comics. They always came up against Dracula and stuff. And, like, Marvel Comics actually has a, they had Tomb of Dracula, which ran for many, many years in the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s. And their Dracula always had a porn stash. Like, he has, a, like, a Doctor <laughs> Strange porn stash. And it always makes me laugh because, like, Dracula would have a mustache. And then you read Dracula and he had like a full beard, and yeah. you're like, oh, gross, you know, because he looks like a '70s porn star on the cover of these issues. Like he's like trying to get with Storm, and he's just like, I love you, Storm. And you're like, not with that mustache, yeah, you don't. I don't think so. For the time, sure. I'm sure it was fine. But yeah. then they revamped it. Um, uh-huh. Recent. Oh, that damn it! <laughs> Didn't even see that pun coming. When they did a reinterpretation of the Marvel Comics Dracula now. Is like hardcore warrior. Yeah. Like white hair pulled. He looks like one of the elves from um, Hellboy 2. Oh, interesting. Like he's got like scars on his face. He's like badass, double swords, yeah. armor. And they're like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm in. I don't, I don't dislike it, but it's it's sure a, a distinctive difference from blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, is how that's I still fine. like my Dracula. I know. I, I think it was just, it's one of those ones that caught me by surprise, was uh-huh. yet again another one. I was working on a project. I needed to have something on, like, in the background. Sure. And I was like, what can I put on that I'm not actually going to want to watch? Oh, I know this stupid vampire diary show. Let's sure. put that on. And, like, two episodes in, I'm like, I like everything about that. And that Ian Somerhalder guy is pretty. So, Do, do they ever have Dracula on that show? No. Okay. No, I, don't, I don't. Wait. Hang on. Maybe. I don't think so. Well, really they may don't. have mentioned the Dracula lineage, lineage, but no, lineage. it's because like, they go back to the originals. Those are apparently oh, the original. Oh, I guess that's but, true. Yeah, yeah. that's their. Yeah, original. they had a show that destroyed that whole theory. Yeah. No, but when Buffy brought on Dracula, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. He's a terrible Dracula. Oh, awful! Oh, but he's one was, of the worst. It was wonderful but though, it's that they did. Fantastic for the show. Yes. And what's great about his Dracula is his powers are completely different from the whole show. Yes. And, and they keep making jokes with just like. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, you're under his thrall? He doesn't have a thrall. How come Angel didn't have a thrall? You're like, right. Angel, know. they didn't do thrall on Angel, No. Because no? Dracula has a complete... He disappears in the smoke and he yeah. comes back. You know. Uh, did you see the recent Dracula? Uh, Dracula Untold with no. Luke Evans? No. Worth checking out. Yeah. Not only because Luke Evans is not bad to look at for sure. you, uh, but Dominic Cooper's in it. Um, Howard Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's eating the scenery. Oh, he's doing that thing where he's not even stopping to chew before he swallows the scenery. (laughs) It is worth watching him alone. Like he's playing some like Arab guy coming into Transylvania to take over. What? I say Arab, but I I I could be mistaken. He's playing a foreigner. That doesn't look like him. Sure. Right. Like, like everybody around him is a color. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, you're just tanned. Yeah. All right, we'll go with it. No, he eats every, I mean, he starts, yeah, there's no chewing. It's just, he's just (laughs) like, yo, it's amazing. But they do a neat thing um, in that one where the Dracula um, 
he can turn into bats as he flies yeah. and he lands and the bats turn into him. Right. So like he'll be running and he's bat, 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 human, yeah. bat, 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 human. Not a terrible effect, right. but it gets cheesy when he controls all the bats in the area and creates a giant fist of bats and smashes uh, down yeah, on the army. You lost me. <laughs> it's worth watching. It's worth checking out because oh, wow. you're like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, boy, I you know everybody keeps thinking that the vampire bubble has burst, and it really oh, it has not it, burst. It really has. It's been going strong ever since Bram Stoker. I, I think yeah, I think people, human humans, people, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> fans sure. like the idea of this dark gift, this live by night, drink blood, sustenance thing. You get to be all gothic, you get to pale, you get to live in a coffin, you get to dress awesome. Is that why so many young adult books and series? Oh, it has to be. What is, oh, here it is. It's the uh, PC cast and Kristen cast, which is a mother and daughter writing team, which I think has got to be very strange. It's the House of Night series. I've read some of these. It's just so unapologetically for teenagers. Sure. You know, the main character ends up winning everybody over and she gets the hot guy and she's a vampire which some people look at her strangely but other people admire her for her powers sure. and everything. And I'm like, it's, it's definitely a Mary Sue type of thing. But there's, I don't know, this is a series that I stumbled across and there's got to be like 18 other vampire series that I've never even read. Oh, of course there are. I so just, just, yeah. Why is it such a popular young adult? Is it because of Twilight? I, I, I think Twilight doesn't hurt it, but I think it probably stems from the fact that you know, vampires are misunderstood. So are teenagers. Yeah, They're true. moody. Yeah. So are vampires. Yeah. They want to be left alone. So do vampires. It's you know, it's very... It's, it's very, yeah, we would have said gothic in yeah. our day, but now it's emo. Sure. You know, and what is the... Chris Hardwick makes the joke that the steampunk people are just the gothic kids that discovered the, the color, color brown. brown. Yeah. And it's a good joke because it's very true. It's true. Uh, I don't know. Like, I can't... Even in South Park, they have the vampire kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, so there, it, it's a thing. It's still around. And right. I love it. I do, too. I it, do, too. Unapologetically love it. Yeah. I've been a vampire more than probably any other Halloween costume. Um, yeah. But every three years, I'll come back around on some sort of vampire version of something. I love the fake teeth. They, they sell them in the little coffin shape. Oh, thing. I have so many of those. But when you mold them so they <laughs> oh, really yeah. fit really well, I love those. Oh, you those can awesome. drink with them? Oh, yeah, exactly. Can't eat. No, no, but you can drink with them. So you that's can, always you nice. You can do them as, um, with the, the bottom teeth as well, too. And do a I have a set of those as well. <laughs> They're pretty disturbing. Like, you really can't more talk sets of No, you cannot. No. You're just like, <laughs> Dorito. <laughs> and they're just like, uh, what? what? You look great, but take it out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, have you been a vampire for... I, I, yeah. have. It's, I have. I found this great... Uh, it's it's like a I mean it's a, it's definitely a blouse it's got long sleeves and sure. everything but the closure, like a pirate outfit <laughs> kind of the closure is like sort of like a corset I got it in one of these goth stores that isn't even around anymore it's beautiful one thing I love it's got these little latches to close in the front there are thirteen of them on of the thing I'm is. like that's awesome come on I will end on this because we're wrapping up soon but it's um. my parents and as I've brought up before they were big nerds because it's hereditary mm. uh, that they did Civil War reenactments yes. and stuff like that. Well, Civil War is 1860s to, you know, so Victorian age, if adjacent. Sure. Um, So when I would participate, I was never a soldier with the guy, because fuck that. Yeah. I always dressed like Dracula. Like, in my mind, (laughs) I was always like, like, yeah, you're doing your Civil War thing. Sure. I'm doing vampire life. Exactly. I never told anybody that's what I was doing. 
But by the outfit, it was clear. Like, I didn't have, like, a cape or anything. But it was very much like, oh, you're influenced by something different. Yeah, not, not <laughs> the same Civil War stuff with the I'm South like, versus everything's the North. period appropriate. Yeah. But you're doing a different game. <laughs> plenty of people were to look at you and be like, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. You know, I'm going to let it pass because you're being period appropriate. Sure. It's like, yeah. no. I, that was the best thing about it is I got to wear vampire clothes in my nice. mind. I'm like, oh, I'm wearing vampire clothes. Right? It works. Because the yeah, interview the vampire was right around that time where it was like, oh, you can be a pretty, the, the clothing can reflect the time period. Which yeah. um, There hasn't been much of it. I would really like to see a really good 70s vampire movie. Uh, I mean, there are. I mean, yeah. I mean, a movie set in the seventies, not a movie that took that was filmed, filmed during the seventies. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. But I mean, I'm something fun. I mean, there's some great ones. Like I love Once Bitten. It's one of the few Jim Carrey movies that I think is actually that is very hilarious. Fun. Yeah. Um, like I said, I love what was the vampire um, to die for? No, the George Hamilton one. Oh, uh, love it first. Bite. Love it first bite yeah. is a family favorite. Yeah. So I vampires are wildly in my household. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah seriously, and I don't. You know. I don't hate on the Twilight people, mostly because I really like Vampire Diaries. And I'm just sure. like, we're not that far away. No, yeah, when you know? like one, you can't really shit on the other one because it's, it's very, be they're very nice similar. You wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I try, like I said, I try not to shit on the book. Yeah. I will shit all over that movie, though, because it's a piss poor yeah. movie. Also, you know, they took What's His Face, who played Edward and everything. He's a good looking guy, and he's supposed to be playing a good looking character, but something with the makeup and the hair, they made him less attractive. I'm like, I well, you had it. one job. I mean, God, and she is awful. Yeah, she's really not good. Like, Right? Right, yeah. And her whole career, I feel, was really kind of launched by these movies. But it was launched in a bad way. It's like, oh, we've established that she doesn't have any facial expressions. And everybody on the posters always looked like they were just holding in a fart. Yes. Like, they were just like, I'm so painfully pretty. Yeah. You're like... Oh, Christ, your world looks terrible. Yeah. Like, why would I want to spend any time in your vampire world? I think it's funny that I did make it through the first two movies, and Jada, who is a much more accepting person than me, the third one was coming up. She's like, oh, when are we going to see it? I'm like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, not going to spend when any more time. When it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, not even then for me. I was like, the second movie where they're running slow motion through the forest and oh, sparkling. Christ. He's like wearing a vest, like a sweater. And I'm like, no to all of this. Uh-uh. Yeah, not no, good. No, I'm with you. With the Volturi, though, the evil guys, though. I like them, though. Yeah, too bad the whole movie went about them. I know, yeah. We got to see them for, like, five minutes. They were cool for those yeah. five minutes. It's a shame that, like, Dakota Fanning and, um, um, oh, I love him. He's, he was in the Underworld movies as the, he the werewolf. Also, he was also, um, um, uh, I lost it. I was thinking he was in Tron Legacy for a He second. was. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, guy. guy. I love that guy. Like, yeah. Uh, and even Lee Pace shows up in the fourth one. Yeah. And you're like, you have no rights to have this many good actors in these pieces of shit <laughs> <No>. films. <laughs> they threw all of the money. They backed up the truck full of money. And that's what they're like, yeah. the final be in your Twilight movie, you know? But, all right. So, vampires, that ends our kind of Halloween month on November. <laughs> yeah. You know, we like to roll it out with one more. Yeah. Like, you know, before we get into the... You know, white people taking over Native American land day. We just want to <laughs> preference it. Hey, they're, they're vampires. We're not late. This is a bonus episode. Yes, That's right. Oh, yes. how you selling. We are not late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will see you next week. I'm Leland here with Elizabeth. Bye, guys.